The following program is rated TV mature. Viewer discretion is advised. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Roommates uncut. Let's go ahead and talk about it. But before we get started, Friday, December 3rd in Dallas, Texas, we are having a live show and social. We've been telling you guys this for the past couple of days. Man, we are beyond excited about this experience. Tickets have been selling. We only have a limited amount of seating. So go to roommates2021.eventbrite.com. Link is in the description below. Get your tickets before they're all sold out because I'm telling you, it's going to be such a great experience. It's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah. you know what I mean? I can't wait. Special guests, you know, can't wait to actually meet the people that have been following us, been listening to us. You know, like I said, I'm going to be prepared to stay up all night. <laughs> this is your one time to talk to me. Yeah, so, you yeah. know what I mean? How you feel about it? No, I feel really excited. So last week we did a podcast. Oh, sorry. This Monday we did a podcast for major dating struggles of, of, you know, of men and women today. I did a poll on Patreon and I did a poll on YouTube asking them, asking people out of the four that we talked about what is the biggest issue. And a lot, almost everyone said meeting. So to me, I really, I'm really excited about these shows because, man, it's just a great place to meet people. Yeah. I mean, like to find like-minded people who are on the same mindset path of improving men and women alike, connecting, building. I mean, I think, I think there's not many events like that. So I would highly advise you guys to get on it, you know, take the day off work shoot it's worth it you know yeah. you never know what an opportunity like that can could bring for you no and we're bringing some heavy hitters we yeah, only we yeah. ain't we only been in dallas for a limited amount of time but yeah, you know yeah. our network range far yeah, you know yeah. so i'm bringing some valuable people and i'm excited so you saying Dak might make a guess listen, 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 listen. <laughs> i don't know about dakota <laughs> i don't know about dakota but maybe one day you never know gotta yeah. buy the ticket <laughs> We'll see. But like Chris said, we got some surprise guests for you guys. Roommates2021.eventbrite.com. Link in the description below. Today. Here we go. Oh, Lord. We got to talk. Let's talk about it. We got to talk. So um, today we're reacting to an article by Brookings Institute called Why Are Employment Rates So Low Amongst Black Men? And they talk about all men in general. Uh, man, I'm really excited about this conversation today because this is what I've been thinking about the past couple of days, Chris. Mm -hmm. Since we've started the show, there's been a lot of male content creators who's come about, who's addressed a lot of the issues in society. And majority of the time, the issues in society is what, Chris? Uh, relationships. Relationships and women. Yep. I got you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Usually women. Yep. And I think it's without question that every video about what women have done wrong today is done. Literally. It's, it's tapped out. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it no more, but I'm telling you, it, it, it's, it's done. It's every video about what women are doing wrong today in relationship has been done. Yes. I've seen it done over and over and over again. And what happens is it seems to me that the men never get enough. Mm. The men never get enough of it. It is. You, you guys watch what you watch. It's your life. It is what it is. Yeah. But to me, what has really been gripping me the past couple of days 
is as I've been doing a lot more research, a lot more reading, a lot more writing, I'm looking into some of the problems that men are dealing with today. Mm -hmm. And it appears to me that there is no conversations about these problems. And it appears to me that it's very easy to think of the narrative. It's very easy to think of the narrative where all the women are the problem and all the men are perfectly intact. Mm -hmm. Like it's very easy. But when you're looking up the data, because we, we, we like the data here. Yeah. When, we, when, we, when we're learning from the experts like Dr. Robert Glover, no more Mr. Nice Guy and, and the lot, we're seeing that, man, there is a lot of guys who are struggling and who are falling behind. And this article really shocked me. Mm. It really shocked me. And I want to talk about it with you guys. I'm going to also link this article in the description below so you guys can read it as well. It's a 15-pager. Um, it's pretty long. A lot we got to get into. But, yeah, man, I, I think to me the, mo the most disappointing part, if I'm being 100% honest with you, the most disappointing part is the lack of improvement and lack of accountability in men. To me, what makes this, what makes your story so powerful, is you you might do a video to call out what women do wrong, but then you do a video to call out what you do wrong, and then you do a video to call out what men do wrong, and people can see by going from episode one to now, five years of you changing and improving your life to make it better. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, man. Like looking at this stuff. It just makes me look in the mirror and say, man, we can't talk unless we get our houses in order. Yeah. We can't talk about the plank in their eyes, if, if sorry, the speck in their eyes, if we have not addressed a plank in ours. And, and I don't know, a lot of this stuff, man, is extremely heartbreaking. I'll let you take the floor. No, I think everything you said was, uh, was beautifully well put. And, you know, especially, and I don't even know people caught the Bible reference to that, but especially at the end part. You know, and I think, and I want to believe, and, and I'm, I'm really, you know, working on believing that we are stronger than what I think we are, you know? And in order for us to get better, we have to see where we need to get better at. And that's something where men in our generation, the, the ones before us and the ones that come after us, we have to be able to take that first step in improving ourselves. Because to me, we cannot just sit back and just blame the women and just hope they change. We can't just sit back and blame society, blame the, the structure, you know, blame the government, blame whoever and expect things to change. You know, it's, there's something in us in us as you know a a you know a gender <laughs> that we all have to look at together like man look listen we we all gotta eat, eat out the mud we all gotta you know work earn to take care of ourselves mm -hmm. and even to earn the opportunity to start a family yeah that's that's really that's really what that's crazy if you really yeah. think about it yeah. you have to earn money just to even have a family yeah so when you think of things like that, and then you read articles like this, <clears throat> it's, it's, it, it, it definitely, you know, 
I ain't say it ruined my night, but Damn. it was hurt. Like I was like, man, this is yeah. this is stuff that I kind of knew, obviously, just you know, yeah. just from experiences. But I didn't know it was this bad. Yeah, you know. And then continue to even go deep into myself and try to figure out what's going on with me. I realized that even all those things, mm-hmm. it just they act. That's the main issues, stress wise, of all black men is all the stuff that he talked about. Yeah, in there. no, that's really good. And so. Um, I did a video a couple of weeks ago called The Biggest Threat to Men Today. Mm. And in it, I talked about a, a shocking number that I saw in regards to black men. So in the, in the United States, the, uh, for men ages 20 to 44, that's our age cohort. Among all ethnicities, the leading cause of death between men 20 to 44, number one, it's unintentional injuries. Mm. 37.9%. Number two is suicide, 13.4%. Number three is homicide, 96 And number four is heart disease, 94 So one is unintentional injuries, two is suicide, three is homicide, four is heart disease amongst all men 20 to 44. Do you know what the leading cause of death, Chris, amongst black men 20 to 44? What is it? Homicide. 27.6%. So to me, when I first saw this, it just, it just broke, it just broke me. It broke me. Because, like I said, all men is nine, then black is 27. Mm. So, so to me, it just broke me because this is such like we're killing ourselves. We're killing ourselves. And this is some such a huge issue that. I've never heard, I've rarely heard talked about. Yeah. I've rarely heard talked about. Oh, yeah. there, you know, there's a, there's a conversation where people were like, well, you know, crime is proximal, proximal, where black people kill black people, white people kill white people, Asians kill Asians, Spanish kill Hispanic, people kill those in their proximity. But we, they don't talk about the percentage. Mm. No, they're not going to They're, they're that. not talking about the percentage of, yes, people do commit crimes in the proximity, but we're committing so much more crimes upon each other. So there is this anger and hate and animosity amongst ourselves that needs to be addressed. It's part of leveling up emotionally. Mm-hmm. But then going back to the, uh, this, this employment conversation, I'm just like, man, the, the, the world is devolving into two teams, Chris. Mm-hmm. Team bitter and team better. We talked about it on Monday. Yeah. Team bitter is obsessed with complaining and excuses. Team better is obsessed with making a change and being the example. And so let's. I'm curious to what are some of your initial thoughts from this article, and then we'll, we'll have a conversation. We'll go to uncut, and then you know, call it a day. Yeah, I mean, my, like I said, the, my initial thought was just like, okay, there's a lot of things stacked up against us as black men in United States already, you know, but then when they added, uh, so when they mentioned certain numbers about the uncounted numbers and then the incarceration numbers, and then they say, oh, actually, it's way worse than statistics even showing you? Yeah. That was scary. Yeah. You know, and that, and that to some, that, to me, it was just like, and I, this, I can get, I can get real radical here, real crazy, mm. but I was like, even to me as a black man in America, it's like, we are slowly dying off this planet. Yeah. You know, like, it's only a matter of time before, you know, we kill ourselves or kill each other or we can't make enough money to, you know, feed and take care of ourselves. 
we can't take care of our, our women, our kids. Yeah. You know, it's just it's 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 only a matter of time because statistics is showing. Yeah. It's showing that we can't even get jobs. Yeah. And not only that we can't get jobs, we can't get jobs that's sustainable. Yeah. No, that's really deep. So um, if you guys go to page three, page three of the article, um, table one, I highlighted this part. It said black men have the highest unemployment rates of any race slash gender group mm-hmm. and the lowest labor force participation and employment rates amongst men. Here's a part that pissed me off the most. Highest unemployment rates of any gender group. Mm-hmm. Of any of any. Of any. Of any. I mean, any. white males, white females, Hispanic males, Hispanic females, Asian males, the, the most, the highest unemployment rate is the black men. Yep. Sometimes, Chris, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I don't want to get too emotional during this episode because it really, it really breaks my heart. Um, sometimes I hear women say stuff. And they're like, well, uh, uh, like, for example, a young lady called me and she was like, oh, yeah, I've been dating all these guys and these guys don't be having no jobs. And I'm like, stop making it up. Stop lying. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? These guys don't have no jobs. Of course they have jobs. Stop saying this. Stop saying that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys don't have this. They don't have this. And, I'm, and I'd be like, yo, stop the lying. The more we're, we're seeing the, the information, the more we're seeing that, yo, while there is individuals like Chris and I and, and, and individuals in the roommates community who are improving, who are better. There's a lot of people who are falling behind. And so to me, what happens so, di- so often is that when, when there's a lot of conversations where guys are getting mad at women for talking about men like this and men like that, obviously they shouldn't talk about anyone disrespectfully, Yeah. but a lot of guys not seeing how many guys are, are filling up in the bottom, especially in the black community. Yeah, that mug just made me really sad, man. Yeah, it it is sad. It's hard to to read and and the uncomfortable truth supposed to create lasting change. Yeah, and that's something where you know I, I continue to ask myself like, how much of an impact did we actually make? Yeah, you know, and how much can you actually make an impact on somebody's life? from just watching a video. Yeah. And and I'm not taking away from what people have told me, what people have told you, what we have told to other people that we have seen and, and heard and read books or followed on the internet. I'm not taking it for granted. But we are just getting started in this whole life thing. Yeah. I graduated college five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> five. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My father is 62 years old. I'm 27. Dead. I have a long yeah. way to go. Yeah. And just even that span, I'm like, hope that it's a lot of stuff that can happen in that in that timeline. Mm-hmm. No, so there's a there's a part of this article that was really good. Um, I'm very interested in, in in doing some more research about it. Because many people have heard things where it's where they say, you know, there's 10 to 1 black men, females to males in Atlanta. There's two, there's three to one, five to one, whatever neighborhood or community you're hearing, you're hearing people talking about it's two to one, five to one, whatever it is to one. If you know anything about numbers, there's no, there's nowhere that's even close to two to one. 
Mm. Two to one means double. That yeah. means if there's 50,000 women, there's 25,000 men. Yeah. That's two to one. 100,000 women, 50,000 men. That's two to one. There's no place in the world where it's two to one. The closest that you're going to get is like 92 to 100. Like mm. you have to, you're, not, you're not getting that low. You're getting, you're getting as close as you can get there. Yeah. And so the New York Times did an article where they said they didn't give all these numbers. I'm very interested in these numbers. They said between the ages of 25 to 52, there's 1.5 million more black women than black men. Mm. And they were like, where did all these guys go? Yeah. Like, where are these guys at? A lot of, lot of studies, and I've been doing some research on it recently, have been talking about that a lot of black men are missing from the count. Yeah. Meaning that, not, I mean, black people historically are not fans of the census. They don't trust the government, stuff like that. So they're saying a lot of these guys are under the radar. And hypothetically speaking, usually the guys under the radars are not employed. Yeah. Because then we would know who they, you know, they'll know who they are. Exactly. So they're saying that there's probably a whole subs, like the out of that 1.5 million, if I looked at the numbers, it said um, 400 and in the year 2017, 475,000 black men were in, were in, were in um, prison. So hypothetically speaking, they're probably all going to be within that great, great range um, age group. Yeah. So th there's probably over hundreds of thousands of men who are just unreported in society, just you know, in the like hidden. Yeah. Because to me, I don't know about you, but whenever I go out, I always see a bunch of men. Yeah. Mall. Yeah. Stores. Mm -hmm. Definitely the club. Show the club. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. I've I've never I've never been in places where it's like, besides brunch, where it's like, man, there's no guys here. I'm yeah. always seeing black men out out and about. Yeah. So a lot of people believe that a lot of the numbers in regards to the population of black men is actually 98 to 99 to 100. Besides the ones in prison who are, are perished. Mm -hmm. Um. And so there's a lot of guys who are just not being represented. Yeah. And there and those ones are definitely at the bottom in society. Yeah, they at the bottom of the bottom. And it, even if they not even accounted for as far as employment or they have they they just haven't done anything that you know that I wonder why. You know, I'm pretty sure it's something it's a lot of stuff that's related to that, you know, probably gang related, drug abuse, you know, it could just be you know, laziness, you know, yeah. it's a lot of things that can lead to those uncounted numbers. Um, and that's, that's the thing, man, is I just, I feel sad because I feel like those are like, you know, my brothers, Yeah. you know, the, like we, at, this, at how I feel right now, we, we need all men to come together and just make the world a better yeah, place. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need every troop, you know what I mean? Like we, we can't just let people just stay on the side and just, not participate in the game. Mm -hmm. You know, we need everybody. And it's just sad to me because I just feel like us as black men, we just don't love ourselves. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not, man. And um, there's another point. We, we, uh, we, I'll, let's talk about this in Uncut. I'm going to say this for Uncut when we get to Patreon. Okay. Um, so another thing that stood out to me, if you guys go to table two, it was on page five of the article. It talks about the percentage of black men who have not worked in the past year. Lord. They said white men is 12%, black men is 27%. How many black men who are not working now between the age of 25 and 54? They said 35%. Mm, mm, mm. 
35 percent repeat that 35 percent are not working now and 27 percent have not worked within the past year man and obviously we understand that covid and situation stuff like that um exacerbated these numbers but these numbers were they they do they did the data of these numbers before covid and they were just as high Mm, mm, so mm. so to me i did a video i talked about it and i said I said, every man should get a job. What's yeah. going on right now was a lot of companies are just hiring because everyone's, give, everyone's quitting. Yeah. You can get a job, Amazon. You, you can get sure. a job, UPS. You can get a job, Walmart, Walmart distribution. You can get a job. Every man should have a job. I don't care what that job is. Every man should have a job. But when it's literally saying 35% of black men I'm sorry, these numbers were in 2013. I'm sorry, so this wasn't even during COVID time. Oh, this oh that's, even, that, that's even scarier. 35% are not working now? <laughs> and then, and, and, and I'm just like, yo. That's a lot. That's a lot of men not working now. And when we're talking about, I, I, dro- I dropped a video yesterday from my, from my live show. And, and a young man told me that, you know, he's unemployed, but he said he deserves beautiful women. Mm. And I asked him, I said, well, why do you feel like you deserve beautiful women? This young man told me, because I'm a good looking guy. Mm, mm, mm. And I said, you know, did your mom tell you that? You're just like, well, no, where were you hearing that from? We continued the conversation. And I was like, who pays, who pays your phone bill that you're using to call me right now? <laughs> Said my my mom. Yeah. I said the house that you're staying in to call me on the phone. Who's paying the, the the rent for there? Oh, my dad. You can't even take care of yourself, but you expect a woman to allow you into her life. Mm, mm, mm. When all these guys are complaining and whining about the problems, how can in the world can we have 35 percent of people? That's over a third of people don't have not worked. <laughs> Have no job. That's crazy. It's just that's that's crazy, man. Like I don't I don't know. I don't even know how to respond to that. Now I honestly don't even know how to respond to that. That's it's it's something it's something that is deep rooted in us as black men that has a hold on us. That has a huge hold on us because the, the, if we if we want to get to reality and we we'll get that on uncut, but the reality is as the world continues to, pro- to progress, I, I just believe things are getting harder out here for just men in general. Mm-hmm. Definitely, they talked about an article. So, how are we going to catch up when things are already getting harder? Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I I feel like. This is something that definitely needs to be said, needs to be talked about more, and something that needs to be addressed because if it doesn't happen, it, a lot of people are going to be affected by it. And what I mean by a lot of people, I mean the generation that's coming after us. Yeah. No, so the, the part that stood, also, that stood out to me the most is that, you know, we think about these guys who don't have these jobs. Mm-hmm. But then my question to you, Chris, is do you think these dudes are having sex? 
No. You think they're trying to have sex? Yes. They're trying to have sex? They're for sure trying. And then they have sex, and then they have children. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, if they can get it, they're going to try to see if they can continue getting it. And they have kids. And what do you think is going to happen to their kids? Going to grow up in a most likely one-parent household. Here's, uh, here's the part that saddens me the most. On page six. Here we go. He said, he said, black men experience less upward and more downward mobility over time. Yep relative to their parents than do any other race slash gender groups in the United States. I literally had that screenshot because that was going to be my next point. That's exactly what it is. Go ahead. That's exactly what it is, man. That, that right there is, is I'm going to repeat that. Black men experience less upward and more downward mobility over time relative to their parents than do any other race slash gender group in the United States. A finding that is driven by their weak employment and earning outcome relative to these other groups. We're literally getting worse. And we're getting worse over time. Um, And the part that I want to bring up, than any race and gender. Yep. Meaning that if you rank the races and genders, white men, white women, Hispanic men, Hispanic women, Asian men, Asian women, black women at the bottom of the barrel for mobility is us. So know what I know what I told one of the reasons why I love Pastor Mark Driscoll was back in the day he would give men a vision for greatness. Mm. And the vision for greatness is this. Right now, you're living in a place, and let's say you want to build a home. Your first generation, you lay down the foundation. The next generation puts up the walls. The third generation puts on the roof. The fourth generation furnishes the house. Yep. So you as the man are laying the foundation to create something greater in the future. Yeah. So that your children are going to be better off than you are. But what happens is generation A builds a foundation. Generation B puts up the walls and generation C tears the whole goddamn thing to the ground. Yep. Up. Every man's son should be better than how he is. Every man's son. I used to always hate it when people would, would look at celebrities' kids and be like, oh, they're so stuck up, they're so spoiled, they're so this, or, oh, these rich kids are this. You want your kids to be that. Now, obviously not rude and stuck up, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. you want them to be privileged. Yeah, you want to be well taken care of. You want them to go through what you went through. Yeah. Oh, you, you, don't, you guys don't know what it was like. That's good, Dad. <laughs> Thank That's you. good. <laughs> you don't want your kids to know what it's like to have the lights off. Yeah. You don't want your kids to know what it's like to be on that food stamp line. Yeah. You don't want your kids to know what it's like to have to eat cereal and water because you can't afford no milk. You don't want them to experience that. Yeah. So you should want to move forward and progress, level up, not level down. And what's going on is that we are leveling down. 
We are leveling down. And Why? At a rapid pace. Why, Chris? Why? If you read the article, it gives you four reasons why, brother. In your opinion, why? Before you like, if you, like before we even get into it, why? Broken homes, man. No fathers. Yeah. No two parent household, and I, and honestly, really, no God either. If we want to be a hundred percent honest, <laughs> but no, that that two parent household, that right there was killing us. You know that that having two healthy people in a loving relationship, parent, kids. That is what's missing. I want to want to post this. Let me know if you're comfortable with me posting this. Someone needs to say it. Dear men, one of the worst decisions you can make as a man is to have a child with a woman who you are not married to. Wow, Zers. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. You know what I mean? Obviously, I know some men that fall in this category. I know some too. You know, I don't want them to take offense to it. You know, it's context to everything, but it's one of those things where it has to be said because of the numbers. And that and no and I was watching a great interview with Jordan Peterson, a guy named Rob Henderson, and what he he made a great point. And he said, in order to not this is what society has done. In order to make to sorry, in order to not make single mothers feel bad about their situation. Yeah. Society has said all parenting is the same. Meaning whether you raised by grandma, mom, mom and dad, dad and Jerry. <laughs> all parenting is the same. Yeah. Because if you say one is better, then one has to be worse. Yeah. So they teach this lie to make these women feel not like they're failures. Yeah. But we have to call the truth a truth. Because like like I said, the reason I'm posting on YouTube, but the reason I didn't want to post on Instagram, because I was like, man, I don't want people to, the people who are experiencing to take offense to it. But it's the truth. Yeah. This is the truth. The men have to see this because that's exactly what happens. They said one of the key signs of downward mobility in any people group is single parenthood. Because right now, let's say, Chris, let's call him, let's not even use the name of Chris. To, let's, let's call him Chad. <laughs> let's say there's a guy named Chad, grew up to two-parent households. His parents grew up poor, but they hustled, they grinded, they did what they do. They're you know, good middle-class people. Chad went to school. Chad, you know, maybe got some student loans, ready to get a job, ready to get, move forward. Chad meets Cindy. Yeah. Cindy and Chad get things on and popping. Yeah, yeah. Boom, they get boom, down boom, and dirty, pound, baby. Pound, pound, pound. <laughs> now Chad has a kid. Yeah. You know what's going to happen to Chad? What's going to happen? He's now probably going to have to go back. While his parents are middle class, he's going to have to go back. Mm. Because right now, he got to pay for the baby. Yeah. He got to, you know, get the insurance, health insurance for the baby to he got to now take now do all this stuff. Now all these expenses are going to prevent him from maybe being able to progress in his education, prevent him to, from being able to work all those hours because he got to take care of the kid. It's all these things that's going to hold him back because he needs money today. Yeah. So they said that's what happens. So going back to the, the point I was saying, this is a real thing. They talk about this in the article. They talked about it. They said single motherhood. Yeah. It's killing us. It's killing us. 
it's, it's so much truth to that, man. And and you're right. It has to be said. And that's something that we have always said on the background, on the back end, behind the scene, behind, you know, when the cameras are turned off. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is something where we have always, I always say, I, I don't know about you. I be talking to some of these young college kids and I know they got some swag. I know they got some sauce. I know they got it in. I'm like, listen, the barber, you know, your barber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, listen, you're doing good. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Do not get anybody pregnant. Yeah. Because, I mean, that will change everything. Mm-hmm. Stress, anxiety, uh, all that stuff that you do not want to experience it will come in abundance. And, and that's the thing, man. Like, we see all these things in our society that is just contributing to the single parent motherhood. And it's okay. You know, it's, it's not. The numbers are showing that we're literally not surviving but what the pace that we're heading and the walk that we're doing, decisions that we're making, we're not surviving as black men. There was um, uh, Warren Farrell did an interview with um, Jordan Peterson and, and, and great conversation in his Boy Crisis book. And he said, in order to get, in order for a child to have the same opportunities and benefits of a two-parent household mm. at as a two-parent household in a single-parent house three things usually has to happen oh god one the the dad has to live 20 minutes away from the kid okay two the dad must see the kid 50% of the time. The little the kid needs 50% of the time with mom and dad. Oh my God. And three, the mom and dad have to go to um counseling to ensure that they have a healthy relationship so there's not negativity, cynicism between the two, so they can co-parent together. Man. You're basically married to her. Yeah. You are basically married to that woman. Half of your time has to be with yeah. her. And the relationship has to be good so the kid will not be affected by you ba- it. You you're basically married. Let's go to Uncut. Have oh a Let's go God. to Uncut. Have a real conversation, guys. You've just watched a short sample of our brand new show, The Roommates Uncut. Guys, if you want to watch the full episode, head over to Patreon.com/slash/Roommates, where you can get the full uncut episode to hear our uncensored and at times unsafe opinions. And on Patreon, you get so much more than just bonus episodes. You get bonus courses, bonus resources, and as well as access to like-minded men from all across the country. So join Patreon, get on this episode, get all these free resources at patreon.com slash roommates. Now let's go to Patreon and watch the rest of the episode.